Welcome to the Raised with Jesus podcast, 10 minutes every day where the life of Jesus meets yours. You've got your daily Bible reading today from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians 2. As for me, brothers, when I came to you, I did not come with superior speech or wisdom in order to proclaim to you the testimony of God. For I had no intention of knowing anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness, in fear, and with much trembling. My message and my preaching were not marked by persuasive words of human wisdom, but by a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith would not rest on a human wisdom, but on God's power. Yet we do speak wisdom among those who are mature, but it is not a wisdom of this world or of the rulers of this world who are being reduced to nothing. Instead, we speak God's wisdom that has been hidden in mystery. Before the ages, God foreordained that this wisdom would result in our glory. None of the rulers of this world knew it. If they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, What no eye has seen, and no ear has heard, and no human mind has conceived, that is what God has prepared for those who love him. But God revealed it to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. Indeed, who among men knows a man's thoughts except the man's spirit within him? So also, no one else knows God's thoughts except God's Spirit. What we received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we might know the blessings freely given to us by God. We also speak about these things not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual truths with spiritual words. However, an unspiritual person does not accept the truths taught by God's Spirit, because they are foolishness to him and he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually evaluated. But the spiritual person evaluates all things, and he himself is evaluated by no one. Indeed, who has known the mind of the Lord, who will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. This is the word of our God. Yesterday we saw that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who reject it, but to us who believe it is the wisdom of God, the power of God, that message of the cross hidden under, um, or the message of God's glory, rather, hidden under that cross and hidden in that cross, and it looks like absolute foolishness to the world around us. Greeks demand wisdom, and Jews demand miraculous signs, but we preach Christ crucified. And Paul continues that same thought that the word of the cross, we preach Christ crucified, is also a word of wisdom, and it is wise in its own right, not wise according to the the wisdom of the world. But even as Paul said back in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 24 and 30, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and Christ the wisdom of God. And again in verse 30, it is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Indeed, it is only the wisdom which God gives and that we find the answer to our predicament, and that makes final perfect sense. Um, and even in this world, you as a Christian who have been informed by the word of God, you have a lot more of the basics of life figured out. I think it's important that we don't overlook that fact, that you as a Christian, we have the Word of God, and there in that Word of God in the Bible, you have been given 
an overview of the meaning of life, of the purpose of life. We have insight into the problem of suffering. We have an understanding of why things happen the way they do and why things happen to, to people. Even that saying, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, we have an understanding of both thing, both sides of that, that first of all, all people are inherently sinful. And so, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, it only happened once and he volunteered, um, talking about Jesus. But then why do these things happen? Well, for those outside of the Christian faith, that is the result of sin. And they live in a world that where the devil prowls around like a roaring lion. He is the ruler of the kingdom of the air. But the flip side for the Christian um, is that God wants to use this for your own eternal good, that he wants to use every single element of your life and every single event in your life as, as something to be a blessing. And God's overall purpose in all of that is to bring you to heaven. And even if it means... Even if it means that from our perspective, things shouldn't have happened that way. You know, a person dies at a young age. Um, a child dies after he or she has been baptized, you know, maybe maybe a few months old only. Um, to us, it looks like, why would such a terrible thing happen to such a wonderful person, such an innocent person, or a person who didn't ask for that, a person who didn't deserve that? But from God's perspective, what a wonderful blessing. Um, where he had provided perfect healing, where he had provided a perfect life um, apart from this life of sin and death and pain. And it's only in the perspective of Scripture and the wisdom that God gives here that we can even understand those basics of the meaning of life and the purpose of life, the problem of suffering and the problem of, of death, really. And that is an incredible advantage and something that you and I can speak about positively and winsomely, that you and I can speak about confidently. Because yes, it, it, sounds, it sounds almost like a caricature to say that those who are outside of the Christian faith are wondering these things. And they're probably not staring at the ceiling in the middle of the night, but at the same time, they still are wondering these things. They are wondering, what is the meaning of life? And they're trying to figure it out. And it might take 10, 20, 30 years before they finally find and arrive at in an answer that is satisfactory to them. When you as a Christian, you've got that truth. When your Christian children, um, even as young as, you know, first grade, kindergarten, third grade, whatever, even before, before school, um, your Christian children have an understanding of why we are here and what is our purpose here. And as they grow older, they be, they're more able to even articulate some of those truths, um, articulate them in a way that, that applies to you and to me, where we can say, yes, I am here because Jesus is for me. And so that's, that's what we have with this word of wisdom here. And Finally, we see here, especially in chapter two, that the word of the cross, um, the message of the cross is seen as the wisdom of God. Um, the mature, verse six, can recognize this as such. That is those who have been, those who have been instructed. When Paul says, we do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Those who have been called to faith are the mature, those who have been instructed. They are the ones who have been uh, received the gifts given by God, the ones who love him for his good favor. Um, consider verses 9 and 12. 
as it is written, what no mind, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no human mind has conceived. That is what God has prepared for those who love him. And again, verse 12, what we received is not the spirit of the world, but is the spirit who is from God, so we might know the blessings freely given to us by God. The blessings that God has given to us. That means that you as a Christian have parted ways forever from the wisdom of this age and the rulers of this age, those in their self-seeking drive who have no understanding for God's gracious purposes, and those who work in, indeed against God's gracious purposes, um, seen most most prominently as that the fact that they crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 8, none of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. For them, God's loving wisdom remains a secret and hidden thing. To those who have experienced the love of God and responded to that love, he reveals this wisdom through the Spirit. That is, he continues to instruct them and see that this, this word also applies to our lives. The Spirit is God's gift to you. By the power of the Spirit, um, a person can leave this age and really enter into the new life of God. And so what we really see here is that this wisdom from God, yes, it leads to salvation. It is the wisdom of the foolishness of the cross, where in that cross, Jesus Christ paid for your sins and mine so that we would have the forgiveness of sins fully and freely. It is also this wisdom that applies to our lives, that we understand from a spiritual perspective why we are here and what happens next, where we've got all the basic questions of life figured out and answered for us, as well as the advanced questions if there were such a thing, answered for us there in the Ten Commandments that we, what do we do now that our sin has been forgiven? Well, we love God and serve others in love. And so as you go about your day, what does that look like? Who do you know that your pastor should know? Who do you know who is kind of struggling and wondering and distressed by the world right now? Or who do you know who really needs a little bit more guidance on why we're here? Who is it that has been wondering and has been asking? Or conversely, if you were to speak up and, and ask the question, who would discuss this with you? That's one of the blessings of the Christian heart, where we see what God has done for us. And then, and then it's like, wow, there's got to be somebody that I can talk about this with. And maybe it's just another fellow Christian to rejoice in the blessings that we share. Maybe it's somebody who isn't a Christian, at least not yet, and you'd be able to say, hey, I'd love to talk to you about that more. Or maybe, you know, here's my pastor's number. Can I have him give you a call? Why? Because the message of the cross is still foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God for salvation. Thanks so much for joining us here at the Raised with Jesus podcast. Um, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app or hit that share button to share this episode or another episode with a friend. God bless your day.